Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... No, this isn't a Halloween episode. I'm sorry, listeners, I'm not sure who put those spooky Halloween noises over the jingle. I definitely didn't do that. Absolutely not. Not this year. I'm sorry, everyone. But this, this week, is just a normal radio nonsense. The official Comedy Club for Kids podcast for everyone aged from... ...to... And everything in between. Hey, hey, who put those sounds there? Me, I did it. You're very welcome. Ah, what? Where did you come from? Who are you? Well, I'm certainly not Linda. Hang on, uh, are you sure? Let me check. Can I have a coffee, please? No, because being a ghost, I can't pick up the cup, and sometimes I get confused and think the steam that comes out of the kettle is a ghost friend. And then I talk to it for ages, forget about the coffee, and it goes cold. Oh, that sounds awful, but I am now certain you're not Linda. Hang on a second, did you say... Yes? Did you say you're a g-g-g-g-g-ghost? No, I just said I'm a ghost. Ah, are, are you sure you're not just someone trapped in their duvet cover? Well, I was, but I was in there so long. I'm a ghost now. It's very hard to escape those things. It all looks the same once you're inside the bit past where the buttons are. Ah, a ghost! Help! No, it's okay. I'm not a scary ghost. I'm Kevin Grost, the not scary ghost. Oh, uh, okay then, phew. Uh, In which case, Kevin, why are you adding all those spooky sounds to this week's episode? I don't want it to be a Halloween special. Everyone does those, don't they? I thought we'd be a much cooler and exciting podcast if Radio Nonsense was the only podcast in the universe that didn't have a Halloween episode around the time of Halloween. Actually, Radio Squid Sense didn't do one either because they're squids and they don't know about Halloween. Why do they always do everything first? I hate those comedy clubs for squids. They are so annoying. But yes, the reason I did those spooky sounds is because... Ah! Oh, sorry. Do you mind if I play my theremin while telling you about it? I find it helps me concentrate. Ugh. 
Yeah, okay, Kevin, if you have to. It's because I also hate Halloween, and I wish people would celebrate as spooky types all year round. I hate that it's only this once a year anyone thinks about us ghosties and ghouls. What about the other days of the year? I'm still floating around during spring, getting hay fever, doing ghostly sneezes, ah and in the winter doing ghostly freezes, but no one pays any attention. I'm sick of it. It's like how on Valentine's Day, people say they love each other, but they should do that all year round anyway. But I don't want this to be a Halloween episode, that's what I said. I don't want this to be a Halloween version of Radio Nonsense. Well, exactly. It's not. But I'm here anyway, and there are spooky noises anyway, so it helps to normalise us. Oh, I see. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. In which case, you spooky away on this definitely not a Halloween episode. Thank you. Could you do it maybe a little quieter? It's very distracting. Sorry. Okay, listeners, this may not be a Halloween episode, but do you know something actually horrifying that sends chills right down my spine? A very cold jacket. No, shush, Kevin. It's that the question pile is very, very low. If you don't want this podcast to meet a grisly, terrifying end, then I really need you to send in your questions as soon as you can, especially if you've not sent one in before. Now is your chance. Get your Frankenstein's yawnsters, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email me at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk. That's it. That's all you have to do. I'm not even going to tell you about all the other things that I normally go on about, because this week, that one is just very, very important. Um, But if you do have any bodies, sorry, buddies, who also might like to listen to this podcast, please tell them to check it out, as hopefully it'll make them laugh themselves into a pile of bones too. Those are the two things. Send in questions. Tell everyone you know. Is it the importantest bit now? That's my favourite bit. Yes, it is. And usually I ask for listeners to send in Halloween-specific questions, but as you're here, we had one sent in already from a very important person, and unfortunately our guests... Well, one of our guests is sort of a bit allergic to Halloween. So I'm going to continue to not Halloween while you listen to... Oh, stop it, Kevin! Sorry! You all listen to this most important as bit. I'm not scared of This week on Radio Nonsense, I have not one, not three, not 12 de nymph, but two amazing guests. Fox Dog Studios, a.k.a. Peter and Lloyd, the bestest at not being a trapezoid, a.k.a. Petals and Loddington, pond detectives, and as all our Spanish-speaking listeners know you, Elas no mastican cuando comen juevos. But, of course, you are most well-known for your never-ending mission to join up all the dots on Earth until it makes a picture, for your hit cookery book called Get Someone Else to Make You Lunch, and perhaps most famously for being the proud owners of an award-winning show yeti. Um, Peter and Lloyd, it's lovely having you here. How are you? We're great, and uh, such a shame that the Yeti couldn't join us, but they uh, they need their beauty He sleep. knows what he did. Wow. Wow. I he was, I mean, I, I didn't ask you, I didn't put it in the email because I didn't, you know, I was worried that you'd think I was only asking you on here because of the Yeti, but I was kind of hoping the Yeti might make an appearance. But for the fee we're receiving, the Yeti is not. The Yeti is not coming out. The Yeti is prime yeah. real estate, and that and that village will never quite recover from what he did there. Wow, wow! Is that? Am I, do you now need a higher fee for the Yeti's cover insurance cost? Is that is that something that's 
it's public liability. It's uh, object contents liability. Right. It's the full. Right. It's the full show. But I mean, Yetis will be Yetis. Yeah. Yeah. I've Please. heard that. I've heard that before. I've heard it's very hard to get them to not be Yetis when they're so very Yeti. And why would you want to? They're not. Yeah. That they're, they're not abominable. Abominable? They're not abominable. No. No. They're abominable. They're abominable. Are they abdominal? Uh, partially. Right. About forty percent. Right. Right. So they are abdominal. Uh, Rest is leggable, and the final part is uh, head and shoulderable. Oh right, and there must be some armable bits as well. Uh, yeah, but um, I've l- lumped them in with the abdominal bit. For oh, this. I see. I see. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Is 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 is, is your? I I probably shouldn't ask really, is if he's been sent to the the. What do you do? Sort of send send him to the naughty step, or how does it how does it work? It, it's a sort of step. It's just a bit. It's a big step. What's right. a step up from a step? A cliff. It's a cliff. Yeah, it's a cliff. A cliff. It's a cliff. This is where they like to be up there in the high, cool air, near the top right. of the cliff. Right. Glossop. Glossop. The yeah. cliff there. Yeah, I think that's Cliff. Yeah, the beginning of yeah, the right. Pennines Peak District. Yeah. So you're keeping him in, in Glossop at the moment until uh, until he apologises. Yes. Wow. I I was going to ask if it, if your Yeti had a name, uh, but you know I don't know if that's something you want out there. Obviously, I know. Well, we've yeah. been trying to think of one, but uh, as Lloyd and I like to say, uh, they've not got one Yeti. No, right, right. That's what we like to say, <laughs> isn't it, Lloyd? Um, isn't it, Lloyd? I was going to say he's called digestives. Di- but... Digestives? Yeah, digestives, the Yeti. <laughs> there's a reason why, Lloyd. I'm not, I'm not just reason... reading something that I'm seeing in the room. Yeah, there's a reason. No, no, uh, this is don't bring up to the packet to I the see, webcam because this is a podcast, <laughs> not a... Video. It is an audio podcast, so listeners have no idea. You just held up some biscuits to the camera, and yes, they never will no because biscuits. they will never have seen it. So I think you'll be fine. Um, but I think digestive is also quite a nice name. It sounds uh, exotic, um, Mister Digestives. Would that would that work? Yeah, that's a good formal. If that's Lloyd always likes to say another pun about that, Mister Digestives. No, he ate them all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this how you two start the show when you perform with the Yeti? Is the, are these the two first gags people see? Because obviously I haven't seen the show yet, um, mm. which I do, I do apologise about. But Well, we'll bring him yeah, to the, the local uh, towns and villages. But yeah, it just gets carried away, I think, is the problem. Sure. Uh, sure. Mr. Digestives. We yeah. do Yeti puns until they're really wound up. And right. then we let them loose. Um, around the parish, right, right, sure. It's, it's what do I, I'm worried about asking too many questions about this? But what do what do yetis eat? What do yetis eat? What do you feed? Because uh, I guess he's called Mister Digesters, but you don't feed him digestives. Not digestive no, biscuits, but he does have a lot of problems with his digestion, so he does need a good stable diet. It's like uh, you don't want to have uh, runny. Yetis. Runny Yeti uh, doo-doos. No, uh, not if they're no. living on a mountain or a cliff. That'll just sort of pour mm. out over the edge. Be... 
Yeah, we want to encourage him to be doing the a Yeti solids. So we're going with a a blend of basically ready breck, right? But a more a, a, I don't know if you ever had ready breck, but it's really powdery. It's powder. It's half ready breck, half sawdust, half milk. Wow, wow! And then obviously it's overflown because that's one and a half in total. Oh. And you're, and you're then, not doing the exact measurements to make it. No, yeah. you overflow it because that then the milk then steams up, and we cook it on the carb on it with the engine going, so it kind of warms up the big bowl of. Well, we don't want to get out of the car; it's dangerous. Right. So we just right. put the window down with a big sort of a yardstick. Right. Stir up the ready breck on the bonnet. That Mister Digestives comes over from the cliff edge. We turn radio one on. Right. Loud yeah. as possible. Right. Just to hide the, the munching noise. Yeah, I bet it's just, is it pretty disgusting. Yeah, I, I well I don't dare look. Sure, sure. I go in the back. Wow. Wow. it sounds incredible, really. Um I I it's what I, I but he it's nice to know that he eats porridge and not say people. That was what I was you know, just what you know, I was a bit worried there with what you said earlier. Oh and yeah, he wasn't banned. That... No, he didn't eat any people. No, that was. Oh right. No, okay. No. It was mainly vandalism. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Drawing on bins. Yeah. Oh, I see. That sort of things. He's yeah. He's sort of just he's spray tagging Mister Digestives over um, bridges and stuff. And that's wow. how he got caught because he used his real name. That's very. That's very amateur of him. He should have mm. known he needs a suit. He needs a. A graph tag pseudonym. Yeah, there are other yetis on the scene who uh, they're just they're, they're getting away with it. Yeah, of course, of course. Is that I? I've seen quite a lot of graffiti around where I live. Should I be worried that somewhere is a yeti? The the telltale sign of a yeti vandalism is there's fur stuck in the paint. Right. Right, because obviously they they really struggle to push the nozzle down on the spray can without getting fur in the paint. Or obviously, if you see a yeti and they've got like red fingers, mm. right. and if the graffiti's high up, they can always get the higher spots. That's the their natural advantage. Of course, Sometimes so like when it. you see graffiti on a bridge, or yeah. right, yeah. and that's nearly always a yeti. Right, that makes sense. They're very good at not being spotted most of the time. I mean, you know, obviously your one got spotted when, when causing havoc, but generally, mm. you know, it's why nobody really knows if, if they exist or not, apart from you two, obviously, but who hasn't. No, I think you have to, once you've begun, the more you can sort of lose a grip of what people say is reality, the more you're able to see them and believe in them. Right. Sort of a part of it is once you believe, then then you he starts appearing there. Um, but right. the, the graffiti proves that they exist. If we just kind of go back a few steps, you, you yeah. see how we got here. Graffiti means that it's real. If there weren't yetis, how did it get up that high? Mm. Just answer yeah. me that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I can't. I, I I agree. I mean, I've never really thought about it before. Um, I sort of assume maybe giraffes had a graffiti thing going on. They've not um, got it in them. They've not got it in them. They no. bottle out. Exactly. Right. And you, You'd expect, you're like, oh, they've got a ladder or something. You've not seen anyone walking around with ladders. You're more likely to see a big, hairy thing than someone walking around with a ladder. 
Yeah. Also. What about um, teams of birds working together to hold the can and use their beaks to sort of press down the nozzle? I think uh, it depends. Birds are quite small. I think if a bird was going to okay. try and do it, the best way it could do is one bird would sort of hover at the level mm. that it would come out, and then from a great height, another bird would drop the can upside down so that it would land on the bird head and right. emit a spray. Yeah, I can't, I can't see him. You'd have evidence of the bird that's been knocked out by the spray can on the floor. Mm. How so about this? Yeah. Um, many birds, one bird at base fills all the birds up with the spray can. And like they do when they feed their young, they open their mouth and throw it up. They throw up the paint onto the walls. Like a stipple wow. effect. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think we could work on this. We just need... Thousands, thousands of birds. I think, <laughs> right, right. And you'd probably cuckoo. have to have paint that they could eat safely. Yeah. Mm. But if we use the cuckoo, um, right. they, of course, put their own eggs in other birds' nests. That would be the right one. You train the cuckoos to paint, and then um, they would be able to then have all the other birds feed them paint and uh, continue, yeah. That's that's quite the plan. Is this Is that something you'd like to attempt to do? It would take the heat off Mr. Biscuits. Sure. Mr. Mr. Digestives. Oh, Mr. I think you just Mr. created Biscuits. his graffiti name, haven't you? There? That's his, yeah, that's Biscuits. His, I think if he was graffitiing the name Mr. Biscuits, no one would guess it was Mr. Digestives. They would, they would, I mean, that would put the Mr. Biscuits, the Yeti, in hot water. Oh, I see. Right. I see. I see. Is that, do they all, is there a Mr. Bonbons, the Yeti? Is, you know, uh, sorry, Bourbons, not Bonbons. Uh, There's Mr. a Mr. Bourbon. In France. Right. Oh, in France, of course. Yeah. Bonbons in France. There's a Mr. <laughs> Rich T. Right, yeah. of course, yeah. Uh, of course, there's a whole there's a whole French contingent. There's the ne- uh, Mr. Nice. Oh yeah, nice. yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Gary Bald is it? Is Gary Bald? Gary, Gary, yeah. Gary's Gary. in there. Bottom yeah. of the league, but Gary's in there. Right, is he um, bald or very hairy? No, exceptionally hairy. That's right, right. that's how he got the name. Right, they it was I see. Ironic. It's sort of like an ironic name. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Gary um, Baldy, yeah. There's uh cookie. It's, it's too cookie. nice and no. It's it's all it's very it's all very quaint. It's more like um, Mr. Battenberg. Sure. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. What's that the one with sense. the farm animals on it? Oh, Mr. Malted Milk. <laughs> Mr. Malted Milk. Mr. Malted Milk. That's yeah. the only biscuit with a have... picture on it. Why that does one... it have farm animals? Why Why mm. is there a little picture of? Farm animals on that biscuit. What have they worked? Is it it's made so you, on a farm? I think it's so that you can dip them in paint and then use them as stamps. Right, not paint, surely. Well, that's Chocolate. how you do some graffiti. <laughs> I'm just saying right. they're, they're tools. I can I also say that I don't know of this biscuit. I don't know the what malted milk. Is. You recognise it? It's a it's a very yeah, but it's quite thin. It's quite thin, and it's got chocolate. Well, the good ones have chocolate on one side, and then a crispy biscuit on the other side, which is often has the imprint of farm animals on it, as if to suggest cows made this and some sheep, it, and they all work together. Is it square? It's and square. It's, it's, it's and it's there's a, there's a, like a, it's take... not the shape of an animal. It's got the picture no, of an animal. It's, on. it's, it's literally like a yeah. Right. It's round the edges. It's like a photo frame. Yes. That's no, it. I have. Yeah. I have ate these biscuits before, but I obviously haven't been looking at what's on them. Yeah, I've been reading them. I'm just gobbling them down. I, th- I think it's like the artist, the artist sort of name tag, a bit like the graffiti tag of the Yetis. Mm. And by not seeing it, you are 
You're disrespecting the maker of those biscuits, I think, Peter. I haven't given them the time they deserve, really. I'm just regarding them as any other square biscuit. Yeah, yeah. And those animals are putting in a lot of hard work to make mm, these biscuits. Mm. They had to stand still while someone draws them on each biscuit. Yeah, on every single <laughs> biscuit. That's that's what happens. And in each pack, there's like sort of 20 biscuits. So it takes a long time. Mm. Mm. How many farm animals are there? There's three, I think. I think there's three. Think... There's definitely a cow. Yeah. And mm. I think there's a pig and a chicken. But yeah, I could be, I feel, maybe I it's feel... a sheep and a chicken, yeah. Yeah. They're the big three. They're the they're, biggest they're, of them. They are, yeah. They are. <laughs> they're the ones people know about when you think of farm, aren't they? They're sort yeah. Of, yeah. Tell you what's making that, what's an up-and-coming farm animal, yeah. the alpaca. I'm seeing a lot of them about. Yeah! Do you know what? <laughs> now you said it. We were at a farm the other day, and there were llamas and alpacas, and it was it was a bit like stepping on the sheep's territory here. I reckon by 2030, yeah. sheep are going to be down at number four. You think there'll be alpacas on the biscuits? I don't know if they'll get the biscuit job. Mm. Sure. Is that a union well, job? It'll go, because at the moment, the biscuit is landscape. The picture's sure. landscape. Alpaca, oh, yeah. they'll need a portrait biscuit. That's with a true. long neck. Yeah, and Apple owned the patent on that. They're not going that like that. That is true. Yeah, that's, that is very tricky. Yeah. Or well if you turn the biscuit the other way round, it would be that side. so but then it would edge some of the other animals mm. out. Mm. But content is going portrait now. Everyone wants mm. portrait videos. The so phones, maybe yeah. it's the right thing to then that biscuit, people will be filming it and it'll fit nicely on the phones. Do you think that's the only thing that's keeping landscape media alive is these biscuits? I think yeah, almost certainly. They're really popular. Exactly. People in the future will be picking up that biscuit, holding it the wrong way and go, what is it? Oh, it's going to fall over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, unless this alpaca takes over. Mm. And I, I'm starting to wonder if this is why they're being fed into farms as a slow process to take mm. over the malted milk biscuits. I can see the chicken being replaced with the emu. You think? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Emu's portrait sort of animal. Yeah. And it's the, it's the cow. What's the portrait cow? I think cows are going to have to learn to stand up on two legs. That's the way it's looking because they, <laughs> yeah, they've got a niche for themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's the only way, isn't it? It's either that or, or yeah, swap them with giraffes. But then giraffes are almost too big, and mm, the biscuit would mm. have to be too long, and then it wouldn't be so stable. I think as a biscuit. Yeah, they'd have to add a bit on the top, and the packet yeah. would be all wide. Yeah, and that it would be break off. Yeah, it'd be standing on two legs, or maybe. Double stacking cows. Cows would just start having oh, to Oh, that's a up. great idea. Yeah, mm. that's a great idea. Yeah. That, that's a way that they cows could move forward. Because people have always said cows too big to fail, but the yeah. world's changing. Yeah. yeah. It's getting, the world is it's moving too fast for cows. And I, I, I like that. I like that you've kind of modernized cows, though. You just stack them. And I don't know why people didn't think of that before, actually. Mm-hmm. And then it's a cow, that's four stomachs each, and then the eight st- stomachs on a double stack. I think you've got a lot. Uh, you might need to come up with a cow pat shoot. So if what, if there's pat coming out of the top cow, it needs to yeah. be able to quickly, cleanly escape down to the floor. You've, you've not thought, just offset them. Offset them. Just don't stack them totally vertical. Just put one a foot back from oh, the other. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's like, or, or the cow on the bottom could be wearing a sort of rain mac or like an almost like... Yeah. 
um, like almost like a ramp off their back. So mm. when the cow pat from above hits it, it slides down. I hate to throw a spanner in the works. Oh, no, come on. But how is this top cow grazing? Uh, it can get trees now. You're right, it can. Yeah. It can get yeah, trees. Yeah. Well, also, I was thinking, like, you know, you mentioned cliffs earlier. Sometimes on the side of cliffs, you've got grass growing at mm. different mm. bits. So they could just walk up to a cliff. Bottom cow eats grass at the bottom. Top yeah. cow eats grass on, on the little side bits. They can really trim that whole 90-degree angle between cliff yeah. and floor can really be utilised. Yeah, and you know what, actually? Have you seen those, um, like, eco-buildings where they've got plants growing on the walls? Oh, yeah, they're very yeah. popular yeah. now. A yeah. lot of student houses in Fallowfield have that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's who's going to trim that, that grass? It's, <laughs> it's stacked cows. It's stacked cows, yeah. It's 3D farming. Yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, this is, this is amazing. I, I feel like, I hope any cows listening to this are very grateful um, that you, you've saved their career. You know, there, there was probably a big worry that AI would take over cows' jobs or, mm. uh, but but now I feel like this has got to be, their, their future's got to be quite secure. Secure on the biscuit. Secure on the biscuit, on the biscuit, yes. Yes. And, and in, in three three 3D farming. Um, oh yeah, it was about it was yeah. the top three. They're going to remain top three farm animals. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I think and a horse nowhere to be seen. Still an afterthought. Is it still? I think that horse that they are they are working on a farm, but they're not farm animal, are they? Oh, I they see. Are, they're farm staff. They're like tractor. Right. Farm staff. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're part of the machinery. Here. Yeah. They're part of the big three <laughs> right. farm machinery. Right, the so they horse quad bike. the The problem I have with that is, is that like the three the big three farm animals, if they're hanging out backstage, they've got a big event, they've got a big celebrity farm event. They all get to talk about how their farm is and what's going on, and you know what's the hay like. If the horse is backstage at a big machinery, like he's got no one to, how's he going to talk to a tractor? It's quite lonely. I'm just, I'm, I'm worried about. His mental health, if mm. he's just the only living creature in his group. Give me a second. That's quite that's quite a difficult one to solve. Mm. Could the horse not talk to the farmer? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, no, Boston, that's fine. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Is that, that's like... Do you not ever talk to your boss? Um, Who's your boss? Am yeah. I your boss or are you my boss? The... Mr. Biscuits is really the bo- I mean, we told him in trouble, but that's because uh, something had to be done. So, is that Mr. Digestive, or you mean? Oh, Mr. Digestive. Mr. Sorry, right. Mr. Biscuits. Right. No, I was suddenly worried that you you uh, you had not only your show Yeti, but also your boss was also another Yeti. Another Yeti. You know what? It can be. We've been rumbled. Two. Right. Got, there's two <laughs> Yetis. Right. We've got a we've got a posh Yeti for 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 show showing and a boss Yeti for. <laughs> Admin. Wow. I hope you've got a nosh yeti for sort of cooking your lunches. Yeah, we've got a spaghetti yeti. Right. There's only Italian cuisine. Right. Wow. That's wow. Look, I mean, I'm I'm not judging you. I, I think it's fant- I think that's fantastic. The more the more yetis, the 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 betty. 
um, I say that's that's one of my faces. Um, and, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm so I'm so glad you had time to come on the show in between sort of um, disciplining yetis. Um, I want you know I've, I I don't know if you know, but I've been sending this. I've been sending actually a number of questions that I think you two are, are the people that can answer. Um, mm-hmm. I think that if anyone can, it's you two. Uh, but before I ask it to you, I do have to ask you a couple of admin things. Is that is that okay? Shoot. Yep. Great. Cool. I don't. I don't want to. Sh- am I okay to not shoot? Oh, it I was. was uh, Asking the questions. It's like a figure of speech. You right, can fire. Sure. Fire. fire yeah, it means like fire. Right. Okay. So I've got to. I've got to start a fire before I can ask you these. No, it's more like you know, like uh, just let it rip. What? What am I? I don't want to. I don't want to tear anything just to ask you a question. I'm a bit. This feels it's, a bit um, aggressive. It's, it's, just, just, it's a figure. It's a figure of speech. It's a uh, right, right. Okay, take it from the top. Right. Well, okay. Well, the, I can ask the question that's at the top. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That works for me. Is that is that okay then? If I take that, or do I have yeah. to take the one from the top and ask the one beneath it? Yeah, take the take the one from the top. Right. Let it rip. Shoot it. And then set fire to it. <laughs> set fire right. to it. This is very, yeah. I'm I'm worried it's gonna ruin the podcast equipment. I mm. yeah, I'm just a bit sure. Could, I mean, you know, you're, you're professionals. I'm I'll have to trust you on this, and I'm I'll just have to take the one from the top. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> that's that's caused a lot of damage. Um, Worth it I'm, though. I'm assuming it will be fine. So in which case, uh, the one from the top that I took uh, was to ask you both. Um, I think you, you mentioned this earlier, so you are aware this is an audio podcast and most of our listeners do tend to listen to it with their ears, but they may also listen with their elbows, with their bums. We don't discriminate. However they want to listen, that's fine. Um, and I just wondered if you had a favourite noise uh, that you could either tell us about or, or in fact even make for us. I've got I've got the top three. Whoa. This one, I can make this noise with my hand. Oh, well, I can make that. You you get your hands in clapping position, but you, then you squeeze them together. You put your fingers back round. Wow, but... Wow, but I they, did you, it better. You That's both me. have very Lloyd. distinctively different hand farts. <laughs> no, it's like this, Lloyd. You'd... Yeah, you see... Lloyd's got very gassy. <laughs> Lloyd's got very sort of eating vegetables, gassy, breathy, breathy farts. Peter's got very um, squitty, squeaky sort of beans, beans farts. We've also got uh, alien. Oh, well, alien craft. She's like, wow, that's really good. That's really good. I, How did you learn to do? Were you, did you have to sort of study alien crafts to really get that right? Yeah, and the techniques that the aliens told me is you, you hum like oh, and whistle, then you do it at the same time. Wow, that's brilliant. Um, my second is is just dog. <laughs> But together, you've got a dog concerned that aliens have landed, warning well, warning the owners that an al- that aliens have arrived. So it'd be like the well, I'm thinking alien dog. Like it'd be. 
That, is, you, that was a dramatic sci-fi story. I, I, I was very into that. Um, well, I think uh, I got... I mean, there's the classics, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is good. That's just a slap, slap on the face. Mm-hmm. There's the... <laughs> owl. Oh, wow. Wow. And maybe you can do the... <laughs> almost. Wow. Was that an owl falling through a hoop? Falling through, yeah, it's right. co- comically falling out. I can't do it now. The owl's wow. fallen. I mean, that was. Uh, I'm very. I, you know, I just said favorite noise. You, you give me, give me several there. That is very impressive, um, and all sort of quite useful when you want people to think you live in a sort of woodland area, or you're more gassy than you are, um, or and, you have a dog. Oh yeah, there's a dog here. Yeah. <laughs> I can do good impression of cats as well, but not like the normal, like, that's easy to do. Right. But like the the fluffy cats are going, <laughs> you know, those cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're completely sort of bonkers cats. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All and right. they, again, they I'm all, all sound now. like they've been disturbed by aliens. <laughs> they probably all have. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, thank you. Fantastic, fantastic noises. Uh, fantastic noises. Thank you for sharing those. Um, the other uh, admin question I do have to ask you, which is not from the top, it is the one uh, below and hasn't been set fire to, um, is that this is a, a this podcast is suitable for people of all ages, every possible age, not 100, long story, won't go into it, but every other age, 101 onwards, fine. Um, in fact, any age you can imagine, I don't know if you can both imagine an age. No, I'm drawing a blank. Half. Yeah, half's great. Half's great. Don't worry. If you can't imagine any age, it's also suitable people of no age whatsoever. I, I'll go with, I'll just go with what Lloyd said. Great, great. That's two halves. So one. One. Yeah, we'll go yeah, with one. One. One, one. one year old, absolutely fine. Isn't this if you're one or if you're half or if you're not of any ages whatsoever? It's, it, this, this podcast is suitable for everyone. Um, and because of that, I just want to check if there are any rude words that you won't be saying. Uh, ab- abdominal. Right. It's, I'm glad you're not going to say that. It's an awful um, word. I won't. I won't say uh, tax fraud. Oh no! Don't that say ru- that. Yeah, I think I think if you say it all as one word quickly, it's not okay. If you say it as two mm. separate words, it's okay. Oh no! It's it's tax. Um, tax avoid avoid. Avoision. Right, right. It's fine. It's tax evasion that you can't say. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes. Yeah, don't say that. We will get in a lot of trouble if, if tax evasion is said on this podcast, even once. Um, it's not the sort of thing that listeners like to hear about. <laughs> it isn't. It is not. It is not. It is not. We'll get a lot of complaints. Um, it's not nice. Uh, Lloyd, any, any words you won't be saying? Uh, I think... Um, I, I won't be saying bogey panini. Right. I won't be saying uh, earwax latte. Thank you. Uh, I won't be saying um, cheesy sock on toast. Oof. Yeah. I won't be saying any. I, I, I don't want to order them again. Sure. I've had enough. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, you need to try a new takeaway place. 
There's I a feel. whole song that I wouldn't say. Right. That I don't know why I know this, and I certainly won't be saying it. Yellow belly custard, green snot pie, all mixed together with a dead dog's eye. Get a cold sock, spread it on thick, then wash it down with a cup of cold sick. Wow. I don't I mean, know I'm, where, where I know I'm that. I'm hungry from. now, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, it did, I wasn't sure if that was the menu Lloyd normally reads from or, or the poem, but it was, I'm really pleased you're not going to say it. I've never heard anything so awful in my life. Uh, it's, it was appalling. And, and thank you for not, not saying that on the show. Um, it, it was horrendous. Yeah, really horrendous. I, but I'm impressed you remembered it all. Mm, it's burnt into my memory from childhood. I've no idea where from. It's obviously not a theme tune to a popular kids program. <laughs> I again, if there's a if there's a sort of phone number after it or an email, I reckon where you'd contact them, they'd send all those things to your house in a pizza takeaway box, mm. and uh, that'd be your Saturday night. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank thank you both for not saying uh, bogey uh, baguette or or tax evasion or that that very long poem. I I really appreciate that, and and this podcast will be safe for everyone. Thank you. Um, now, listen, I, I, I've been sent in. I, I've got to read you uh, a sort of intro to these questions. We've actually, there's actually sort of three questions here. Um, one of which is, is very Halloween-y, which is good because uh, it, it's very nearly Halloween um, when, when people hear this. And uh, the other two I might be Halloween-y. I, maybe if you've read them in a scary voice, they might be. How do you feel about Halloween-y things? Are you, are you which, keen? Which one's Halloween? Which one's Halloween? It's the day yeah. October thirty first. The orange one. The What's orange. the what is it? East. It's the eggs one. And that's the yellow one. Yellow and light blue kind of. Well, one. no, but it's difficult because the, the Easter's the eggs one, but Halloween's the eggs one. If the eggs have teeth and go oh, round orange. Like, oh no, it's not the scary one, is it? It is the scary one. Oh no! Yeah, sorry. That's yeah, terrifying. Yeah, Pete gets scared easily. Yeah, I get scared easily. I thought it was the eggs one again. He's not scared it, of eggs. You're not scared of eggs? Well, what not about as much. scary eggs? What about, I'm what scared about... of scary eggs. Right, right. Okay. I'm, oh, I'm very sorry. I mean, Pete, there's only one. There's three questions. Maybe you don't answer the Halloween-y question. Would that be better? Well, I might want to still. We'll see. Sure. We'll see how I okay. go. If I, get, if I get scared, I'll just leave and never come back. You just pretend it's <laughs> Easter instead. Yeah. Yes, that's. I think that's a great. Pretend it's an Easter question. It just happens yeah. to be about vampires at Easter. Oh yeah, that doesn't seem scary. Yeah, I mean, everyone's allowed to yeah, join in. But vampires have teeth. So do bunny rabbits. That's true. So do cows. So do yetis. Yetis, yeah. A lot of things have teeth. Tooth fairies got loads of teeth. Yeah, well. So do dentists. I thought we weren't going to talk about tax evasion. Yes, yes, very good point. Very good point. Sorry, Money laundering, yeah. We're teeth not, laundering. No. Well, let let me let me intro. This this has got a very. Uh, this has been sent in uh, by someone who says, "Hello, I am Sir Pooington McPooer the Pooey Pooth," uh, followed by lots of poo emojis there, which I think is their their sort of um, qualifications. Uh, mm. And I don't if you, uh, like obviously this is there's some sort of royalty or you know they're a sir they're they're a knight. Um, which is very impressive. Um, and they say they are one stinky grapefruit old. Uh, I, I don't know if you know your stinky grapefruit sort of age um, conversion yeah, charts. Yeah, when you leave them out after breakfast, they kind of mm. 
Yeah. So you're saying that they are one and a half breakfasts old? No, because yes. I think, well, I don't know when they get stinky. Is it one breakfast? Somewhere between one and two breakfasts. One and two breakfasts, you think it begins to get stinky? Well, you said it got stinky after breakfast. Mm. Depends so when, on when climate. Are you, when are Depends you checking it again? Time of the year. Uh, That's true. In the summer, quicker. But in the winter, it could be three breakfasts. Yeah, and how many breakfasts am I having a day? Yeah. Well, but, mine's disappearing, so I assume at least two. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, maybe we say two bre- two breakfasts old, the equivalent mm-hmm. of sort of we're sort of averaging it out. Um, and I, and I should say that after the questions, this person also says, "I am your father's mother's brother's stepson's uncle's roommate's wife's son's grandfather's daughter-in-law's teacher's boss's grapefruits cousin's nose's butterfly's cyborg nephew." Bye. So just to give you some con- context of how Larry how they're related to all of us, I think. That's Larry, isn't it? I think I think it must be Larry. But they say Sir Poohington McPooh the Yeah, the Poohington. Is that, is that Larry's official title? Or? That's, that's Larry's, formal. Larry, formal. Larry is sure. the uh, middle name. Right, right. I'm pleased that between all the that. poos. Yeah, right. I did wonder if it. you'd know this person. They did seem very familiar with you, just in the way they asked the question. Um well, listen. There's three questions here. I'll ask you, look, um, Pete. I'll, I'll ask you. I'll ask the Halloween one first. So if you, if you need to pretend it's Easter, you won't need mm-hmm. to pretend it's Easter for very long. Um, okay. But this first question is: uh, I want to know why do vampires always use the letter V, like in "I want vous suck vos verd." That's question one. It's a lisp thing, isn't it? Because of the big teeth. Oh, is I think it? They're try- I think they're trying think to say yes. What do you think they're so proud of the vampire, the beginning, the sentence with the first letter of what they are? Or is it like a German thing, you know, where in, in the German language, V's are W's are W's are V's? Yeah, but they, they, do, they do V's for everything, don't they? They just do, so it's even when it isn't a W, they just go V, they just do V. Oh, yeah. so Which we're does make me wonder if, like, if it was, I, I like that, Lloyd, like if, if I was so proud of being called Tiernan, that Ty tadded T to Tevri Turd. No, no, Tevri Turd. Tevri Turd. Less, exactly. Yeah. Lats. Lie, Lord, Lord, licking love out. Yeah, it's quite hard. I don't know why I said licking then, but law licking. Perhaps. You're going to try and think of words that actually begin with the letter. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, I mean, what you've proved is that if vampires are doing this on purpose, it, it actually, they're really smart. Like, it takes a lot of thought to add a V to every word. Precisely. Yeah. Personally... I'm going to have to stop this because it's, <laughs> it's very difficult to talk in only letters that begin but with Pete, one letter. if you did do that, then every time you said I, you'd actually say pie, and that would be great. Yeah, I'd end up saying pie. Um, or I could go with personally instead of I. Like, they go, um, who are you? You say, personally, Peter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. But that's but, but vampires don't like they're saying any words and they're just turning it into V. So they're not they're not trying as hard as you. Lazy. 
They are lazy, yeah. And are they yeah, also I mean, doing maybe, a... it's, maybe it's just lazy. Maybe they can't be bothered to think of what word letter actually starts these words. Yeah, but are they doing it on the like the hesitation words? Like the, well, uh, have they got the, vum? Yes. Because yeah. then that's not lazy, that's consistent, I think. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's force of habit. You know, it's a it's a learned behavior. Right. And it should stop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think, you know, do you think they need help? Should people be going He's... to teach vampires how to talk properly? And is that the problem that they, they go there and then the vampire bites them and then somebody else has to be sent to do it? Yeah, possibly. But for someone who's scared of Halloween, you seem pretty brave to be able to tell a vampire that they need to stop talking. Well, vampires exist throughout the year. Yes, it's that is true. Specifically, Halloween that I'm scared of. I'm not scared of things that exist all the time. I'm scared of only Halloween things, which includes, but not limited to, mm. orange plastic goods. Right, right. Um, that's it. That's it. Wow. Okay. So, if you were to see a display of pretend oranges, terrified, wouldn't go near it. Mm. Going to, if unless it well, I'd have to ascertain whether it was they were doing that in aid of Halloween, sure. Because if it sure. was, you know, so this is is that you're saying there's an establishment, a sort of shop that's created a load of fake citrus fruit, uh, yeah. I mean, well, like if people wanted to put a display of oranges, but they didn't want to use real oranges in case they went off and then, much like stinky grapefruits. People started using them to say how old they were, mm-hmm. and and so they used plastic oranges to say this is what oranges look like. If you come inside our shop, there's real oranges. Yeah, how would you feel about those fake oranges? I'd say that's a lot of investment. When yeah, they could they could they could just paint a cheaper food to look like, but that's going to go off as well. An orange. Yeah, they don't throw they them have, in. They have restaurants in Japan where they. Uh, how people make the meals that they sell out of plastic that look like exactly like the meal. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then they have them on display out the front. That is clever. And it's like a whole, this whole uh, trade of people who are very good at making like out of plastic and wax. I'm not really sure what they use, but it, meals that look exactly uh, like them, but they last a long time. So this orange would last forever because uh, funnily enough, me and Pete have seen some green oranges that have been Ooh. left in our cupboards. Wow. Mm. Wow. My how cupboard. They, how many breakfasts were they left there for? Sorry. Um, <laughs> how many breakfasts? Well, <laughs> uh, how, many, breakfasts. how many breakfasts are in a year? Yeah. Wow. My cupboard, I sort of just, two, 2000, 2021, I thought of just, I just wrote that cupboard off. Didn't go in there for a couple <laughs> of years. <laughs> uh. Bag of Alpan went particularly manky. Wow. I just didn't. I just didn't. I wasn't using it. I was just putting stuff in there. So I thought we'll close. We'll close the door, and we'll yeah. come back to that. I think that's a fantastic August. experiment, though. We, when no one knows what happens to a cupboard when you put stuff in and you never take stuff out. I think some people can guess, but uh, is it? Well, Narnia? I know. Like, uh, that's, that's where we first met the Yeti. Is what we were right, able to do right. was open up the the tunnel uh, to the other. To the world of the um, the bag of Alpan. Wow! Yeah, Alpen, Alpan, yeah. Alpen, Alpen. Yeah, well, the, makes... uh, 
Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Alpen, Alpen's from the mountains, isn't it? It's always got a mm. picture of a mountain on it. Yetis live on mountains. They were drawn by the smell. Yeah, it, yeah. it opened the world of uh, cryptids. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And that's and that's how we've got the situation we're in now. Well, and that's, that's also why I thought you two would know about vampires as well. Hmm. I like us. Well, we we keep we like to get the ones that are awake in the day because it's sure. no fun. It's no fun having a cryptid that's always asleep when you're sure. awake. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. When yeah. do vampires have breakfast if it's if they're awake oh, in the tricky. evenings? Yeah. Do they yeah, finish off with? Do they have a waffle before bed? <laughs> I mean, that sounds brilliant. Or do they have do they have like steak and chips for breakfast? Do they are they because if you want to if you want to get a, a delivery, they, they wouldn't have a steak. That's exactly oh no, no yeah that would be that's exactly yeah, you what they don't. That. Vampires don't like steaks. Oh yeah, good point. They they hate that. They hate yeah. that and garlic bread. No, no. Yeah. But like, what my my main thought is that like for example, the McDonald's breakfast menu isn't on. It's not on when they're awake. Yeah, right. so they're always so going to miss out. Yeah, so I I think they have to have non-traditional meals across the board. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you think about what's available at the, at the certain time, so breakfast is when well, bre- breakfast is at dinner time. Yeah. So it's like pizzas, Chinese takeout, these curry. curries. Curry is a good breakfast though, but that's. I, I don't know if vampires agree with me. And then once you get through to sort of when they'd be wanting lunch, like 2 a.m. in the morning, it's only kebabs. Yeah. That are available. Yeah. Or the blood of the sleeping people. That's of the probably village. why they resort to that. It's, it's, that's why they go around biting necks because they're, they're, otherwise it's just all kebabs and, and, and people might like the odd kebab. You don't want one every night. No, it, it depends. Like, because where where we're based in Manchester, we're spoilt for choice. Sure. We could have a different kebab every night of the year for maybe a whole right. year without seeing the same kebab twice. That's why yeah. there's less vampires here. We don't have such a big problem yeah. here. That's what I was going to ask. Late yeah. night food options. But if yeah. you're living in a hamlet, if you're a vampire in a hamlet, might not even be a kebab. Yeah. That's why you should be careful for eating breakfast late. If you ate breakfast in the evening, then a vampire could drink your blood and get breakfast. You see how it could work via... You're saying if you you bought the McDonald's breakfast menu, fell asleep, ate it at about half ten at night, you live in a hamlet... That's That's not the play, not the famous play. No, um, no, it's a very unfamous small it's village. It's a very right, small sure, sure. Um, yeah. joint right. of pig. Well, I, I was also going to say that if, if vampires put the V in front of every word, the word kebab becomes becomes vibab, which I think sounds like a sort of maybe a sort of veggie kebab, and they mm. don't really like that. They, they're sort of all about kind of bloodier foods. So, very carnivorous. Yeah, so I think that, that, that must get quite frustrating. That the whole plant-based thing, you know, from plants. Is that what it's mm. called? From plants. What you... From plants. Yeah. They don't say that. <laughs> they plants. don't say vegetarian anymore. They say it's from plant, plants. Plant. Plant-based. They say. Plant-based. Plant-based. Yeah. Plant-based. yeah. 
but it's like those uh those meal solutions people have now where it's like that heel stuff where it's liquid meal vampires have already been doing that haven't they yeah they have yeah for ages for ages yeah. all the nutrients that and they get it directly from something that's already processed it mm. i doubt they get indigestion I don't no. think you get indigestion. Can you get indigestion from just liquid? I don't know. No. You get you get really you get a lot of diarrhea. Mm. I think mm. the fiber. I guess the question is the fiber problem with the vampires yeah. of viber. Viber. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> like a gym membership. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I I feel like this V is causing them a lot of problems with communication. They they need fiber. They end up at the gym. They need a kebab. They end up with vegetables. You know this is, uh, uh, yeah. You're you're suggesting that we send people to kind of help them with speech therapy. Uh, yeah. I, I, who who do you mm. think we should send first? Um. Someone. Well, ideally a speech therapist. Sure. Yes. That's but then you've always got to remember that the lesson from the film. Apollo, where they sent, where they said it is easier to train miners to be astronauts. Armageddon, Apollo, Armageddon, the film Armageddon. Right, right, sure, right, okay, yes. Easier to train miners to be astronauts than astronauts to be miners. So maybe right. it's easier to train people to be a speech therapist than it is to train them to fight vampires. Right. Yes, I think that's very sensible, and it's also. Should just uh, obviously all the listeners have seen Armageddon, um, mm. a very popular kids' film, and uh, I, I would I would go into explaining it for them, but I think they they've probably seen it every Christmas, a very Christmassy film. I um, I watched it on a plane, a cr- through through two seats on someone else's screen in complete silence, so I've no idea that's, what it's that's, about. That's real. <laughs> That's as the director intended. That's really. like the opposite of an IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. The exact opposite of, a, of an IMAX. You could, people would pay a lot of money to go to a cinema and watch a film through two other people's seats. <laughs> <laughs> With the audio muted. Audio muted, yeah. 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 Um, well, 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 thank you. I think that's, you know, I, I hope uh, Sir, Sir Poohington is, is happy with that answer. Um, they have asked two other questions, um, which I think probably deserve quite. Well, see how you feel about. Them. I I think hopefully quite easy questions. Um, the first is, uh, I would like to know when it was the mid good era. Any any ideas on the the mid good era? Mm. Well, in the UK, that was the uh, end of the nineteen eighties. The mid good right. era. Yeah. How do you know? Well, that's because things were good at the start of the 90s and at the start of the 80s. So the middle of that is the end of the 80s. Good for who? What, for people who wanted to... Oh, for everyone. For everyone. End of the 80s. You for could everyone. buy your house. If, if we were to believe... Um, groceries were an all-time <laughs> low. What children care about. They want to buy the house. Children could buy the house. Kids want sweets. <laughs> in the 80s, for the same pound, you take your pound to the shop in the 80s, kids, you get more sweets than if you took your pound there now. <laughs> you, get, you, true. you take your pound, you get a bag of uh, yeah jelly babies and uh, 50% deposit on a semi-detached. You could have... There was still lead in the petrol. 
They yeah, care about yeah. that. You, lead meant that uh, meant you could people have, have shorter lifespans whilst they were breathing in lead from petrol. But it meant I mean, that you could have a classic car and the engine wouldn't knock. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just wondering if because I don't know if if if, if Sir Pewington. I mean, maybe if, if Pewington is your 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 cousin's nose is butterfly cyborg's nephew Larry. Maybe they do know mm-hmm. about the 1980s. I sort of wondered. You know, there was the Middle Ages and then there was the Dark Ages. Uh-huh. Was was there a bit? Was there a bit in between? Yeah, the end of the 1980s. Right, so, that's, that came next. Right, that came then. That came next. I believe the Dark Ages and the Middle Ages is when they began to learn how to write things down, and there, there's information about it. So the middle of that would be when the book was half written, and no one knew the ending, and that was the middle of the good stuff. They they just done the contents page. They just right. got. They've written. Yeah. They just they've done their So it's a bit plan. good because it's like, oh, something to read, but then it's not great because hmm. there's no ending to this and I'll never know what happens. Yeah. yeah. And if you tell someone about it, they're like, oh, then what happens? You're like, oh, I don't know. Don't know yet. We're still yet to do it. Still there. Still yeah. just at the bit where they're having breakfast. We've done table of contents. We've done the foreword. Uh, ISBN Five number. Word. ISBN number. That was the thing they had then. Yeah, yeah. Monks just spend hours drawing those lines on, didn't they? And, and drawing yeah. the little, yeah. Well, they got to start on one, hmm. so it was simpler, wasn't she it? Started Do you think phase, the first yeah. book was given the number one? <laughs> number one, that was it. <laughs> yeah, but then they don't always know. Like when you get films that are the first film, you don't always know at the time there's going to be more films. They don't always say it's the first one. They just call it the. So it's probably like the book. And then when the book, the book, the sequel came out, that's when they start it, calling it the book one. Well, then it was these books. These, oh, these and, books, right. Until it became more of a hand. Then once they couldn't hold it in one hand, then it had to be those books and just point uh, at them. And then they made the word library. Wow. It's amazing how the sort of books evolved, really. Um mm. Well, I, I think that's I think that's a, a, a very reasonable answer. Um, yeah, well, thank you, thank you very much for that. Your historical knowledge. Um, and and the last question that Sir Pewington has asked is, um, how many? Well, so far, hmm. four. There's more than you think. There's more. Yeah. Well, where are they? Live. They're coming. Oh, oh! Is, are we in the? Are we in the the mid goods? We're in the mid good <laughs> era. Mid goods. We, we only know of four, <laughs> and there's more coming. I mean, that sounds quite threatening. I'm a bit scared. Or is it, is it a good? Is. It's a good. There's. There, is it like hooray? There'll be there'll be more, or is it? Uh oh, there's more. I think we're we're not sure whether more is actually going to make it any better. I think that's an important thing to reflect on. Should you just be happy with how many we have now? The first four sure. were pretty good, to be honest. Not everyone yeah. liked them, but... No one yeah, hated them. Yeah, you haven't seen what's next, so you'll be missing them. Sure, sure. That's a lot to think about. I'm slightly... I mean, hey. probably lucky that Sir Purrington asked, so, so we're sort of prepared, I guess. I mean, it doesn't um, seem that long ago since it was only three. 
That's more true. Than three before was it? Three before it was. It was. Remember? No, that's right. It was. It was like honestly, it was like two days before I closed my cupboard door and that's... I went back in, and it was like three night. Well, four were like no more cupboard. That's jumped. That's, wow. that's jumped right. I I don't know how old you two are, but I wasn't. I wasn't around when there was just one. Like I, no, there's me always neither. been one, no. one or two in in my life. No, it's like the ISBN number one. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah, that was when it was the and these. Sure. And then it went to three, four. Yeah, several was manageable. And now yeah. what are we on? Mm. Quite a few. Quite a few. How many do you think it will get to? Oh, it depends on if they sort of, if the more there are, the more that then happen. Because, you know, very quickly it can start multiplying quadrupleizing mm. you, you could have you could have eight but then before you know it you've got 1200 but then they don't yeah they seem to matter less mm. that's true, you yeah. have so many i think we've been lucky to be around in the time of four yeah yeah i think that's very wise yeah well i mean you've given us a lot to think about thank you thank you so much um the two of you for for coming on the show and answering uh, Larry, uh, Sir Pooington, McPoo, and the Pooey Poots, very important questions. Um, have you got a busy rest of your day, week, year, month, uh, decade, eternity ahead of you? I think um, particularly eternity is looking pretty rammed. Mm. Yeah. We've got um, to go up to Glossop, get Mr. Digestive back. Mr. Bixkit has got some stuff we need to do later this uh this mid era good bit i at some point within the next six months i would like to get back into my cupboard sure yeah. mm-hmm. um, and and we can't talk about halloween of course of course well i'll get over it you know what i mean <laughs> it's one day a year right sure sure i'll just i'll just i'll go in my room and i'll just think about easter it's a nice idea yeah, and I'm and I'm gonna get on Justy and look into a old sock full of cold sick. See if there's anywhere I can get that. I'm gonna research why I know that song. You've got a lot to you've got a lot to be getting on with actually, and uh, yeah, a lot to be getting on. With. I mean, it's nice to know you're busy. It's better to be busy than than, than bored, isn't it? So, it's mm. um, pretty good. Well, well listen, I'll, I'll let you you two get on with it. Thank you, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for being on the show, and and thank you for answering. Those very important questions, sir, from Sir Pooington McPooer. No, no problem. <laughs> well, I'm not scared of Halloween, are you? Thanks so much to Pete and Lloyd, aka Foxdog Studios, for taking time out from telling off Mr. Digestives to help answer Sir Pooington McPooer's nearly Halloween questions. If you have a question you need answering, then please do get your Krankenstein's yawnsters, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email me at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk. And if you want more of this show, then who oh boy, do I need your questions. The question pile is horrifyingly low. Uh, if you haven't sent one in before, now is your chance. And that is all I'm going to say this week. Um, also, if you do have any fiends, oh, sorry, I'm trying so hard to not do Halloween, um, any friends, then please tell them to give this show a listen to and tell them to tell their friends. You can tell their friends until everyone in the world listens to this show and they'll get you all to send me crisps and I'll become a crispillionaire. Sorry, I mean, you know, um, they'll get to not hear a Halloween episode either. 
Okay, come on, Kevin. I think you've spooked this Not Halloween episode enough now. Oh, no. That wasn't me. What? Ah, it was me. <laughs> Thanks for highlighting that monsters are here all year round. Ah, a witch. Oh, for young Ted and for giving us a real voice. Ah, a werewolf. Brains. Ah, a zombie. No, he's just an idiot. Oh, uh, well, look, I'm sorry you've all been ignored for the rest of the year, but the thing is, you're all very scary, and if you keep popping up without warning, well, I'm not sure I'm going to cope. At least knowing when Halloween is every year means that I'm sort of ready for this. Yeah, Soz! How about we, I don't know, book in with you when we can pop by and be spooky on the show? Ah, yeah, perfect idea. What about every year on October the 31st? Sounds great. It's in the diary. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you next year. Okay. Bye. Ugh, that was awful. Now to relax and not do Halloween at all. Hello. Sorry, did I leave my head somewhere here? Uh, yeah, it's over there by the unopened bag of crisps. What? Unopened bag of crisps? That is terrifying! Ah, you have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense, radio nonsense. 